From the Sun Prairie Media Center and the Sun Prairie Area School District, you're in homeroom with Brad Sarin. Good morning. Good How morning, are you? Everybody. I'm doing great. My name's Todd Molesky. That's Brad Sarin. Hello, He's everybody. He's the superintendent of the Sun Prairie Area School District, and we are glad to be back for season eight. Season eight. Season eight of homeroom. Um, it doesn't really seem like that no, long. No, no. It's gone by very fast, Todd. But you think about it. We started this pre-pandemic. Went through the pandemic with episodes over Zoom. Now we're back for uh, another year here in in the studio, and we're we're branching out a little bit with some What's video. What's funny here, though, is like you know, over those eight years, you know, I've I've aged quite a bit over that. <laughs> Todd looks exactly the same. That is not true at all. <laughs> I, I appreciate the sentiment, but it's absolutely not true. Um, it, it is. It's uh, honestly though, Brad. It is really great being back with you. I, I I know we we do a lot here. We have guests and we we do a lot of interaction, just trying to uh, bring what's happening in the district out to people. And I know that's an important part of of what you guys want to do with the district is make sure everyone's connected and everyone is is in the know on on what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, it, just the partnership with this media center, and then also just you know gratitude to you. I mean, you're volunteering and you uh, come away from your day job to spend a little bit of time with me and all of our guests over the years and just really appreciate you and really your entire family but but appreciate you Todd and, and what you've done for for us and, and helping us communicate you've uh, gotten to, to know community. our entire family we, I have my yes. daughter does the video for the media center here Megan's at, at board meetings and mm-hmm. and yeah we're like all around at some mm-hmm. point so yeah it's 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 been great and so but let's not uh, delay any more here we've got a fabulous guest great to guest start today uh <laughs> season eight barb wara wara sorry said it wrong the first time i knew i was going to get it wrong but uh barb is the director of school nutrition for the district and I, I i it's great to have you back you were here last season uh for i believe your your first uh stop at homeroom right. um right. happy to be here thank th- you yeah thanks let's um let's get into it i mean director of school nutrition sounds like a i mean that covers a lot because i mean there's a lot going on with meals and and nutrition in the district right um right. Give us a, a little bit of a sense of what a day like is, is day is like for, for you, uh, maybe not necessarily early in the school year because I know that's a little crazy, but uh, w- what kind of things do you handle uh, on a daily basis and, and uh, who are you interacting with, I guess? Well, um, in 15 schools, I have almost 50 staff members that I work with every day. I have really great um, school nutrition employees that are working with us this year. Um, several of them are new, so we're doing a lot of training with mm-hmm. new staff, but also training with, with staff that has been with us for a while so that they are, um, you know, knowledgeable about all the rules and regulations that we have to follow in school nutrition. Um, I'm also working with um, Jamie Racine from Community Schools. We're getting uh, after-school snack programs going, working with Elizabeth from the 4K program. We're doing meals for 4K kids uh, besides breakfast and lunch. And... Uh, doing a lot of work on new menus, new recipes, uh, trying to upgrade um, some of the things that we've done in the past. Yeah. Not to mention all of the federal regulations that you mm-hmm. have to abide by, the caloric intake counts, all of the school uh, you know, allergies that you have to Gosh. accommodate for and sensitivities right. now too. And so 
That's your true. staff across all 15 campuses just do great. Thank you. Yeah, they're excellent. I think the uh, the idea of nutrition in schools has really taken off in the last you know decade, probably more than that, really. But um, just to make sure that kids, I mean, everyone sees when kids aren't, don't have a good breakfast or don't have a good lunch that you know that they they slump a little bit in their chairs it's not as they're not as as good of a learner as they are when they're when they have uh good nutrition a good breakfast and and be able to start the day that way how how important of a message is that to communicate with everyone and why it's a it's such a big thing for you guys to to you know to 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 make sure it happens Oh, it's, it's really important. We all know that you can't really get your day going well without um, a good breakfast, especially for kids. They, they need that uh, brain power. They need those calories to get themselves going in the morning. And, and it's, besides being helpful to the student themselves, it's also helpful to the rest of the classroom because, you know, if, if a kid is struggling, it can disrupt lots of people. It can be um, uh, hard for the teachers as well. So we want to make sure that all our kids are eating breakfast before they get to the classroom. Uh, That's why we offer breakfast at school and some of the schools are doing breakfast in the classroom and other schools are doing um, breakfast still in the cafeteria. So we have a couple of different models going. Mm. Depends on the schedule at the school. Um, but the high schools and the middle schools always have um, uh, breakfast in the cafeteria and lots of options to pick from. So, you know, coming out of the pandemic, I know that was a challenge to, you know, make sure everyone had enough space to, to eat. And, and did a lot of it have to go back into eating in the classroom? So you're you're not pulling people together into one space, but maybe now it is, is relaxing and getting back to in some places where you can come together and have lunch and breakfast together. And maybe that's that's kind of an important part of the, the social day. It's, yeah. It feels like for, for students to have a little bit of that time too to, you know, maybe interact outside of, of the, the classroom that they're in. Right, right. At l- lunch especially. Mm-hmm. Um, breakfast it can be a little rushed. You know, everybody's trying to get in on time and, and get something to eat before class starts. Um, and I think that several of the principals liked the way that um, breakfast in the classroom kind of flowed because it gave students a little bit more time to um, get into their seats and, yeah. and, and relax and actually have a few minutes to digest some breakfast. Um, the, but in the, other schools, the class, uh, the cafeteria works very well for their schedules. Mm-hmm. And th- these are all, you know, great programs. That you have to have these programs in, in, in place just to make sure that, you know, you know, kids know how to access breakfast. And when I'm visiting schools, one of the favorite things that I always see is that, you know, when a kiddo comes in a little bit late, they're dropped off, their parents are in a rush, something happened in the morning, and they miss breakfast. And, and at every single one of our sites, I see our staff in our school nutrition department with a culture of care saying, come here, let me get you something. And that's just something that people don't know that when our, you know, when kids show up and, they, and they're hungry and they need something that our staff really does care. And they always try to accommodate for, for kids. So to just talk a little bit about not only the programs that we have in place, you know, in this classroom, you know, breakfast, in the cafeteria breakfast, and also just how your staff cares for kids. Um, well, we really emphasize that when we're doing training, that it's, it is all about the student, and, and um, that is our job every day, is to make sure that every child is, is fed, and we, we do our best to take care of, of them. There's lots of allergens and um, intolerances now, like you said, and so we're, we're very careful to work with um, parents and, and the students as well to make sure that we can get them um, what they can eat, plus food that they want to eat so that can be um you know 
that, that can be a daunting task sometimes. We have to um, work with the regulations, but also get the kids fed and um, take the time to get to know the students and um, help them get through the lunch line mm-hmm. and, and in a quick manner, but still have time to eat and get the choices that they want every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple things came up there in my mind, and one is making sure there's enough time in in the in the school cal- in the school schedule to, to make sure they can can eat. I mean, because I we know that the day is packed. I mean, it's you know every minute is is valuable, but those minutes to make sure kids have enough time to eat and to get where they need to go. It's a big deal, isn't it, to, to, to make sure that is, you know, set aside that, yes, we have this time and no, we're not going to be having kids rushing out and because and, it took a little longer to get through the line to shove food in their mouth. That, that, we know that's not a healthy thing for them to, <laughs> to, to be doing that just because it's a time right, crush. Right. And, and it takes so, so long for, for little ones especially yeah. to, to eat their lunch. And it takes time to sometimes open the packages that we have. And so and we, we try to keep that in mind and give them plenty of time to eat their lunch. It really is breakfast. sort of like this Goldilocks zone of time to eat for lunch. <laughs> so you, you want to, of course, have enough time for kids to get through the line, enough time for them to sit down and like and eat and not feel rushed, feel rushed as they're eating. And also once they're done in between like the next activity, whether they're going outside or transitioning to another class, and when they finish their their you know their breakfast or their lunch, that ragged time there can also be time where they, you know, sometimes you know get into mischievous little activities too. So you <laughs> just want to happen. make yeah, yeah you right. want to make sure that you know that 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 time is enough time and you know just not too much time, and, and that way they can move on to the next activity in the day too. Right. Yeah. But the other thing I thought about of that was you know the menus and the student input into you know what we like, what we don't like. How does that work? I mean, is there a, you know, do you, do you solicit feedback from, from students? I mean, at all levels, are we talking about like from kindergarten up through 12th grade of uh, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down uh, <laughs> on, uh, you know, we, we're trying this one. Uh, what do you think about it? How, how is that working? On our, um, on our menu site, NutriSlice it's called, and you can look up every day what we're having for lunch, there is a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down that, no. that students mm-hmm. can um, participate as to whether or not they like those. And there's also a spot where they can um, include comments mm. on different items. But we're looking at really probably ramping that up this year. We're going to do some formal surveys with students, and um, I've talked to high school principals about getting groups together or working with groups that are already um, you know in place like student council or something that I could come in and and chat with people and and also the students that are on the school board are, mm-hmm. are have already given given me quite a bit of um, input and and ideas to think about so we're really looking to students this year to get some input and help um, help us develop new menus and new recipes. Oh, you know, one thing that I think, you know, we, maybe I failed to mention here is that this is your first year as the director of school nutrition in Sun Prairie. Previous to that, you worked with Kathy Walker, who was the director. And I know that Kathy had a program for focus groups that got feedback from kids and, you know, especially feedback for, for foods that were, you know, just a little bit beyond the norms of, of, of what would be on a menu because she was trying to integrate, you know, other different types of foods, foods like vindaloo, uh, curries, um, some other types of foods, um, uh, collard greens. And so uh, she had focus groups regarding that. And you coming in, this is one of your goals and one of your passions is to 
work more with students than even what work you know Kathy laid the foundation to work on. And talk a little bit more about the school school uh, student uh, school board reps that because uh, it's one of their goals is representing the student body to work with school nutrition to make sure that there is feedback on on students' behalfs too. So talk a little bit more about that that those first couple of meetings that you had uh, in the 2023-2024 school year here. Well, they, they have, um, each of them, each of the four of them have given me a list of questions that they have regarding um, school nutrition. And um, I, I've been working on that list and uh, working with, with my boss, um, Nick Reikoff, on um, oh, kind of mm, disseminating what things we could talk about in person, what p- parts I could do a kind of a podcast mm-hmm. on or a um, screencastify with them on and then meeting with them what are the things that you know we really need to hash out sit down and hash out and we haven't done that yet we're doing that in October and I'm really looking forward to getting their feedback and and having them um, help us improve things yeah yeah that'd be great to actually have our student school board reps on the program here yeah. too we've got uh, we've got uh, a senior and a junior at East West and then also Prairie Phoenix Academy well, Eli is a, a, a he is. natural here at the mm-hmm. Media Center, longtime <laughs> participant. He's been on the air, on the on, on TV, and everything. And yeah, he's he's been part of this for a long time. So he would be perfect. He's our East <laughs> Senior Rep. Yeah, he'd be great. Um, you'd mention, I mean, Brad mentioned you're new in that position, not new to the district, but there's also got to be some new staff. You talked about training people and 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 getting them into you know where where they need to be for 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 keeping things rolling how is that working how many new staff are we talking about this year in, in the nutrition uh areas and 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 what what has that process been like so far this school year um when i took my new position as director we hired a new person to replace me as the um, school nutrition manager and we hired rebecca blythe i feel very lucky to have her included in our department Um, she actually was a nutrition director at jefferson school district so she's been able to hit the ground running i Mm -hmm. mean just anything i give her to do she she's right on top of it and um she gets along really well with with everyone and is very kind and and helpful and she's been had been at the district um last year working with our adult transition students so she already knows a lot of people in the district as well um besides that we've hired four new staff members we have a new kitchen lead at um east high school carrie moody she um we kind of got her from from a local restaurant and she's bringing us a lot of different um different experience rebecca and i have been in school nutrition between the two of us combined we have over 50 years in school nutrition and um, carrie is bringing in really something new for us with restaurant uh, exciting conversations yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. and uh, a couple new other staff members as well at at different schools so Mm -hmm. right you're listening to homeroom coming to you from the 103.5 the sun studio is underwritten by the bank of sun prairie my name is todd molesky brad saren is here as always the superintendent of the sun prairie area school district our guest today is barb wara she's the director of school nutrition as we just mentioned um and i'm uh, i'm curious we had a, a, a an episode last season where we were talking about that there's uh you know i believe it's at west the, the west high school was built with kitchens in, in, in for student use uh and, and in developing those skills uh, for students that are interested in that 
Does that relate to what you guys are you able to kind of bring in student, uh, you know, help? You know, if, if there are people that are interested in, in culinary arts, can they help out with school nutrition uh, to help their other students uh, in lunch and in breakfast and things like that? Does that uh, happen at all in the, in the district? Um, I'd like to do a little more. Uh, collaboration with Jill Hansen. She's in charge of the Pro Start students mm-hmm. over at West High School. And um, we haven't been able really to do that yet. She has her set um, agenda mm-hmm. for, for her classes and, and what they're learning to cook, which is, you know, different than what we do in school nutrition. Right. Um, she has to follow the nutrition regulations that we have to follow mm. for what they're selling in school. So she's been working on new recipes as well to fit into that so that she can um, sell meals as well. Yeah. But um, it, it's a little different. I mean, she's like to do more culinary things that students could do at restaurants. Right. We're pretty limited in that area. So yeah, those nutrition regulations, is that federal level, state level, both? Uh, and <laughs> I imagine when there, if there's a lot of them, that can lead to some challenges of just trying to, hey, make, we're making sure we're, we're following all of these, you oh, know, yeah. list A <laughs> through Z to, uh, to make sure everything's uh, above, you know, or, you know, checks out on, on the regulations. Right. That, that comes down from USDA, mm-hmm. um, and it, it was tightened quite a bit in 2010 when um, Michelle Obama was became very involved with school nutrition and so there, there's you know calories fat regulations sodium regulations restrictions um, whole grain portions tons of regulations mm-hmm. right sugar yeah uh-huh. but we know not you know not every student is the same and there are some with some with with dietary needs oh yeah how do you, how does that play in how, how are you guys able to you know, if, if there are specific students that need, and I don't even know enough to give an example, but something specific in, in their, their lunch, uh, but they don't want to bring it from home. How, how does that work sure. uh, with, with uh, what you guys are able to do? Um, we have them, we have the parents provide something from the doctors mm-hmm. uh, that tell us what their regulations are, what, I mean, what their restrictions are, what their allergens are, and the doctors are to give us examples of things that we can um, swap out. Like for regular milk, some uh, doctors might suggest that we provide soy milk for some, mm-hmm. but other doctors have asked that we specifically provide lactate milk okay, yeah. um, so that we do our best to accommodate those yeah. requests. They really do. And there's some coordination with our you know, school nurses also just mm-hmm. to try to make sure that all of that is, is taken care of. And just the amount of detail that each site has to go through to make sure that accommodations for either you know, you know, allergens or sensitivities, um, the, the attention to detail you know, every single day is just something that I'm uh, amazed by. Right. It's a lot to keep track of. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to have that all coordinated with our technology so that pops up when the student is coming through the, the lunch line. Right. Our um, kitchen lead can see that and say, oh, wait, you're not supposed to have uh, maybe regular milk. So let's get you some no, soy milk something instead with wheat. today. Yep. And exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's complicated, but we <laughs> do our best to stay on top of all yeah, of that. Yeah. And when you're talking about allergies, you don't mess around right. with that because that, that goes from zero to 100 and in, in very quickly if, if something goes wrong. Exactly. And um, I mean, even things like things that have been added as allergens like sesame, I'm sure that was part of, you know, sesame seed buns or anything like that. Right. may have been part of uh, a regular, uh, you know, school lunch, but uh, 
probably not anymore, I'm guessing. <laughs> right. We really had to go through our um, nutrition labels and make sure that the products we were buying didn't have sesame in them. Yeah. So right. It took a little time. <laughs> so when you're creating menus, I guess, how far out are you looking? Um, because you have to have the ingredients, the materials, everything like that. It, I'm guessing that all comes from suppliers, and you have to work in advance to make sure you have it for the prep day. Mm-hmm. Um, right. How far out do you look when you're when you're starting to, to create a menu and knowing that you're going to have different things at different levels, I guess, of, of, of the district? Sure. Uh, well, we've been working on um, our November menu, mm. um, and, and we want to be able to incorporate, you know, Things like Halloween. Okay, so yeah. so Halloween, we want to do something special. We um, have to make sure that we can get um, something special from our supplier. So we're working, oh gosh, at least a couple of months in advance mm-hmm. when we're planning our menus. And then it could come down to the week before because we place the order and the the supplier isn't able to get what we're looking for. So then we have to change plans in the midstream and find something else that will be suitable. And that's sometimes unpopular because uh, something will change on a menu that kids are used to. And it's not because you guys are changing it out. It's just because like the supplier couldn't, couldn't find that product. Right. And so I, I know that that's always controversial when they trade out the pizza. <laughs> like oh my, yeah. My own kids. That, don't know, mess with our pizza. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they, you know, if, if, if you know, they're, there's a favorite style, you know, type and brand of pizza that's coming mm-hmm. across, and then all of a sudden it's traded out. Kids right away will, will know that, <laughs> notice that too. Yes. And 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 that's been much worse since um since since COVID. Mm. I mean, it's gotten better in the last year, but we're still struggling with supply um, chain issues issues with all issues. of that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to mention that that if if I did my Google research correct last night, you're a past president of the School Nutrition Association of Wisconsin. Correct. I am. All yes. right. So. When, with an organization like that, how do you, how can you communicate in, in saying say bouncing ideas off of each other? And, and what's the importance of having a group like that communicate and, and just you know share ideas and share best practices to you know to, to make what what happens here in Sun Prairie you know as as good as it can be. Uh, for me, the School Nutrition Association has been huge. Um, when I started, my director got me involved in the SNA group right away and the amount of training that they provide they work very closely with the department of public instruction dpi um, to provide training for us they have a huge annual conference every summer that um, all nutrition managers and or sorry all nutrition employees are able to attend and that training is is really valuable to us and they also have a fall um conference and a spring conference. The fall conference is concentrated on ordering our commodities for the following Mm. year. So in December, usually, we have to order all of our commodity items for the following school year. So it's it's really valuable to be able to interact with um, people from other districts and see how they're using commodities, see what they're what works on their menus. And um, yeah, the the networking is yeah. very important. I can only imagine the scale of some of the ingredients you have to to, to buy for a school year. Right. Uh, I mean, just right, as, you know, especially a school district the size of Sun Prairie. Yeah. I mean, the amount of commodities we order is, and and boy, you really got to be on top of that because if you're ordering something that the students then turn out to not like, yeah, that can be difficult. But. Well, and just the logistics behind, 
you know, when, when you put in a huge order like that, it, the intake of that has to come to a certain area, then it has to be distributed to all of the, you know, the preparation kitchens mm-hmm. uh, in order to, for it to be there for, for our, our kids. Um, talk a little bit about the, the, the guys behind the scenes that, that will take that, you know, that intake of all the school nutrition product and then figure out where it goes and how to distribute it via our trucks. So just give them a little bit of credit in terms of like that background stuff that people wouldn't necessarily get a glimpse into. Um, Bill, who is in charge of this, the storeroom, does a phenomenal job. I mm-hmm. really don't know how he, he does it. He he's has amazing. so much to keep track of, and he's he's always on top of it. Um, you, you ask him to do something, and, and he'll write it down and make sure that he gets it done. Um, Mike and Brett are our truck drivers, and they deliver the food and, and, and many other things besides food out to the schools. And um, there's they're so patient and kind with us and, and um, are always on top of getting things moved to where we need it in, in a fast manner. And really appreciate them. Mm-hmm. And it's constant. We, we constantly have deliveries coming in yes. to the district support center that need to be then held for a little bit and then distributed to any one of our 15 campuses, depending on the needs of That's what's, what true. the menu has. Right. We get a huge order and we give them then a breakdown of what's going to what school and they break it all up and they get it out to the schools and um, just do not have problems with transportation at all. They no, do great. No. And, and, you know, one thing that I think is interesting is you don't have to really go too far around Sun Prairie to find school districts that are really struggling with ordering for supply chain, making sure that deliveries are there on time, producing menus that have variety in it, making sure that we're accommodating for, for all of the, you know, kids' allergies or, you know, food sensitivities. And so, right. so um, just, you know, the, not necessarily people realizing exactly how much work goes into mm. making sure that that plate that appears in front of, you know, a third grade student across one of our nine elementary schools, you know, is, you know, uh, you know, exactly aligned to what the federal guidelines would say and is aligned to having, you know, student input into it and, you know, having, you know, a, you know, a variety of things on the plate that kids want to eat and that they would, you know, feel that, you know, their, their diet from day to day is nutritious. There's a lot of work that goes into that. Right. A lot of hands touch the effectiveness of that tray. And, and, and making sure that what you're getting at Westside Elementary is the same thing that you're getting at For Bird, quality, yes, CH exactly. Bird right. Elementary, mm-hmm. yes. Right. One last uh, topic I want to touch on here on Homeroom, our uh, first episode of Season 8. Um, at the uh, school board meeting, uh, September 11th, there was a uh, resolution passed in support of uh, healthy school meals for all. Uh, it's an idea that, you know, just that if we can reduce stresses, financial, um, you know, worrying about am I going to be able to pay, pay for school lunch, uh, that really benefits everyone in the, in the district. You know, you don't have the, you know, the, the balances that, that families have to worry about. Um, and, and one of the things that that stood out to me for that was that in 2021, 22, there was universal free lunch out of coming out of the pandemic. Um, 2022, 23, without that, uh, the district, according to this resolution that was passed, uh, served 600 plus fewer breakfasts on a daily basis and 500 fewer lunches uh, across the district. Mm-hmm. Just and you could just see that, you know, what the impact of that was, um, and the 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 call from the uh, the board was to f- have the state pass legislation to supplement federal money 
with state money to make sure to get this program happening. Other states are doing similar things of uh, let's just make sure this is this is something that no one has to worry about. How, how important is that? What what kind of things can you say uh, that that might further educate that kind of discussion uh, in terms of, you know, why that might be an important thing? Um, a lot of families are struggling um, financially, I would say, right now. Uh, the, the cost of food has, mm-hmm. has really gone up. Any, any of us who go to the grocery store ha- can see the change and the, the increase in, in food prices. And um, for a lot of families, it's, it's difficult to provide good meals for their s- students, for their children every day. And to be able to know that you can send your child to school every day and that they will get a, f- um, uh, a free breakfast, a free lunch, it is invaluable for a lot of families. And know that they're getting the nutrition that they need to grow and, and uh, do well in school um, is very helpful as well. Yeah, I think you know, how I think about it too is that you know, um, you know, we've got a certain section of our population that chooses to fill out a free and reduced lunch application. It's right. about thirty percent in Sun Prairie, and then we've got a, a, a quite a sizable group of people that don't fill that out. And Sun Prairie's Sun Prairie's philosophy is that when you have zero in your bank account, when your parents just have not filled in the right paperwork to have money in the in in the school nutrition account at Infinite Campus, that that student will get a tray of nutritious food regardless. And so w- that's our personal philosophy, and we look at it as an investment. Mm-hmm. And what we would like to do is have others join us in looking at school nutrition for our families as an investment. Parents, of course, are divided in so many different ways, and making sure that there's a healthy tray of nutritious food uh, in front of kids every day for breakfast and lunch is a high priority for us. We know if parents could get there, it's a high priority for parents. And sometimes it just doesn't happen. And so that investment is important for us. We believe that it's a, it's a precursor to student achievement and that students that are fed nutritiously will have healthier lives. They will be able to be more productive. They will be able to contribute to our, you know, our, our economy. And then that's, a, that's an extension of our commitment to kids. Yep. We are going to have to leave it at that. This has been great. Uh, this, this half hour goes fast. And it does. Especially when we're talking about important things. But Barbara, thank you very much for, for joining us and for, for what you do for the district. Happy to be here. Thanks. Thank you. And Brad, glad to kick off another season. There with we you. go. Thanks, Todd. We will be always. back with another edition of Homeroom. I'm Todd Molesky. Thanks for joining us for Homeroom with Brad Saren from the Sun Prairie Media Center and the Sun Prairie Area School District. I'm safe by the